Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Well, welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And I just want to take a quick moment to thank everybody who listens, watches, or reads Must Read Alaska. We really appreciate it. And if you really like what you listen, watch, or read, make sure to go to mustreadalaska.com. And on the right-hand side there, there's a little donate button. Click on that. Every $5, $10, even $100 helps. We're not funded by some dark money web. We're funded by just everyday Alaskans, just like you that are watching. And uh, so we want to thank folks for that do support us. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I don't know, 100 listen notes, which is like the billboard charts of podcasts. So we're pretty excited about that. But without further ado, we have a very, very special guest today, somebody who is a powerhouse in Alaska and who I know that folks have been wondering, what is she going to do next? So without further ado, Kelly Chewbacca, welcome to the Must Read Alaska show. Thanks for having me, John. It's always great to be with you. And hello, everybody in Must Read Alaska audience. It's great to be with you as well. Well, our folks love you and they've been following you for the last while. And the question of the hour is always, what is she, what is she going to do next, which we'll get into. But first, I wanted to ask you a question, Kelly, that obviously the campaign's over. And for folks that have been living under a rock over the last couple of years, Kelly Chewbacca ran for U.S. Senate. Kelly, what was some of your favorite campaign memories? You had a whirlwind of a campaign, everything from um, being on stage with the president, Donald Trump. Uh, to just probably hanging out with everyday Alaskans. I'm sure you have some favorite memories. Share a couple of those with us uh, that you experienced along the way. Well, as a family, we've had a lot of time to reflect on some of those highlights. It was almost 600 days on the campaign trail. And when some of the memories we talk about are getting to be in the warm homes of Alaskans across the state. I loved being in rural Alaska and seeing some of those communities and having those experiences, especially getting to travel with my children, as much as I could, I took the kids on the trail with me. And so they got to have experiences that a lot of Alaskan families just don't get to have. I mean, what a great opportunity to get to travel the state together. There's no Alaska studies program like that, right? And mm -hmm. so like my oldest daughter and I still laugh about some of the stories and families that we got to meet and love together all through Southeast and some of those rural communities. She even wrote an essay recently for one of her classes about an issue that she experienced firsthand, a community issue that really faced her and hit her heart hard down in Southeast. Um, those are some of the really powerful experiences we had. I loved getting to be on the blanket toss up in Ukiagvik. That was really an experience to remember. I think something I cherish in my heart is election night when we had our, our victory party together. It really felt like family, all the volunteers and supporters who came together after a really long haul 
Um, those are some of the pictures and memories I cherish the most. So it was a really great experience and thank you to everybody who came together to do it. I know that it wasn't just a campaign, it was a movement and we're gonna continue pressing forward with, with what we started and we're gonna move that forward into the future. I don't think that we're done. That's awesome. So you have this this following, whether you like it or mm-hmm. not, of folks that are very excited <laughs> <like> about, <laughs> about what you're doing and they're they're eager to learn what this is. So please share with us what this next step the steps are for you and possibly your family. I know that you're somebody um, who's probably been very thoughtful in who you're, what your next steps are. So people in the Must Read Alaska world are very uh, excited to hear from you what this is. So there were constant themes through the campaign. One of them was we want a movement that's of the people, by the people, for the people. We're tired of these powerful elite, especially those in Washington, D.C., making decisions for us without much hearing our voice. And I heard across Alaska, across the political spectrum, rural communities, rail belt communities, we feel voiceless, powerless, ignored, forgotten. Some people would even say exploited by those who are in power, these elected officials who don't really much seem to have any use for us because our voice doesn't matter anymore. Well, then it was really heartbreaking, John, when it comes to the November election and we had the lowest voter turnout in the history of the state of Alaska. And it was shocking. You know, I knocked thousands of doors across the state and my team, our volunteers who were just powerful force of people, knocked thousands more. And we had that happening with campaigns across the state. I don't think anybody expected the lowest voter turnout in state history in the 2022 race. We had a very critical issue on the ballot with the state convention. Do we do we go to a constitutional convention? We had really important races, governor, the house race, you know, that had just flipped Democrat. Are we gonna flip it back or Republican? That matters to everybody in the state. Um, we had a Senate race with, this wasn't, a, uh, you know, uncompelling or non-compelling Senate or uh, election time, but we had the lowest voter turnout. What that said to me is that despair had set in beyond what we could um, compel in persuasion ads or um, enthusiasm ads, or even in the rallies that I was doing. My husband and I went to 23 communities the last three weeks of the campaign to help get out the vote. And it, it just wasn't enough. The feeling that people have that they're voiceless and ignored and it just doesn't matter. The machine is going to go on being the machine. It is really pervasive and concerning. And I don't think that it's a coincidence that that lowest voter turnout happened the same year that we rolled out rank choice voting statewide. And so for me, the concern is that rank choice voting is actually a form of voter suppression that people who already feel voiceless, and ignored and like they have no say over who's in charge in this country, which is fundamentally what democracy is that drives our republic form of government. Um, They feel even more marginalized and suppressed and voiceless. And this was across all voter blocks. So this is this is irrelevant of the outcome of the election. Democrats didn't show up. Republicans didn't show up. Rural didn't show up. Rail Belt didn't show up. Across the board, Alaskans did not show up to vote. And I think everybody needs to be concerned about the effect that this has, that this system has on suppressing the vote to manipulate certain voter outcomes, certain election outcomes 
by dark money forces that are coming in and they're the ones who put ballot measure two in place and then they're the ones who dumped an excessive amount of millions of dollars into our election to drive certain outcomes and an extremely negative campaign. And we saw the same thing happen in Maine in 2020. It was the most expensive and the most negative campaign they've ever had. And we saw something similar up here, right? The most negative campaign and excessive amounts of outside money that we've never seen before. And so in the same way, I think we all need to be concerned about the effect on Alaskans' voices and voters. And the reason I got into the race was to be a voice for those voiceless Alaskans. And the reason I want to start this organization that's called Preserve Democracy is what we've started. And you can go to preservedemocracy.com to read more about it. It's to be a voice for all of us voiceless Alaskans who are starting to feel like there might not be hope, but I just am not ready to give up hope. I really believe that the fundamentals of our government are formed by the votes and the voice of the people standing up to say, we are in control of this country. We are in control of our leaders. And that's what Preserve Democracy is all about. So preservedemocracy.com to learn more and to join our movement. That's awesome. So are you gonna be uh, working just in Alaska or you know, as you and I know, ranked choice voting is kind of spreading through the US. Are you gonna be uh, helping out other states as well? This is a national movement. If we don't act now, we are about to see the US election system change forever across all the United States. Ranked choice voting is already in 28 states. 14 states, are their legislatures are considering implementing it or expanding it. There's been legislation proposed in Congress twice to make it mandatory in all 50 states to use ranked choice voting in their U.S. Senate and House races. If we don't act now, the U.S. election system is about to change forever. What I think is wonderful is Alaska, I've always believed we are leaders in the United States. We have an opportunity that's very narrow in time to lead in this area under this organization, Preserve Democracy, in order to use our ranked choice election of 2022 as a case study to show all the reasons why it is undemocratic. And people cannot raise their hands and say, I support using tactics to manipulate election systems in order to suppress the vote. Can I see people who would like to support that? If you wanna get behind that, that is fundamentally un-American and undemocratic. We do not support that. There are articles being written in New York from prominent Democrats saying that it suppresses the vote among minorities and people of socioeconomic classes. We see that happening in San Francisco where they got a ranked choice voting tabulation wrong after the votes were certified and the election was certified so they don't know how they can undo it. So now nobody trusts the ranked choice calculation system, but you see, it's all done by an algorithm and a tabulation that people can't do in their own mind. So you just have to trust the computers. So now they don't trust the computers. We saw here in Alaska, John, you all exposed it on Must Read Alaska, a California actress moved to Alaska, changed her name, took on a fake Alaska identity, was funded exclusively from money outside of Alaska to try and win our U.S. Senate seat. These puppet candidates funded by dark money have a great chance at, at winning these ranked choice elections because there's no vetting and screening process as one of the constituents in Juneau told a national publication, it's now on the voters to screen through 48 candidates for our U.S. House race. And there were 19 candidates in the Senate race. That's, you know, we're looking at 
70 candidates running for federal race just in Alaska. We have one of the smaller races. The burden on the voters to screen through potentially puppet or fraudulent candidates to vet out false information and resumes and people who are lying about their experience. We have no party primary vetting of process. In fact, there's a U.S. Supreme Court case that sided with the Republican Party of Alaska about a decade ago saying party primaries, the parties across the United States, have the ability to decide what their primary is. All of these things are of a concern to everybody across the United States. But if we lose our voices, the people of the United States of Alaska or the United States of America, this goes against the Constitution of the United States. This government is supposed to be of we the people, not we the dark money, not we the the people who've been funding these ranked choice organizations going back to the early 90s, which are all special interest groups. It's not we the special interest groups. It's we the people who are supposed to determine the outcome of this country, the outcome of our elected leaders and the policy decisions that affect us. So, you know, there's going to be people listening to this who have three jobs and four kids and um, just don't even know how to uh, help because they have, let's say, 20 minutes a week or something like that. Their life is just already full with school and sports and kids and the list goes on. How does somebody that is just busy with their normal everyday life still make a difference with this particular problem? I understand that. The quickest thing you could do, go to preservedemocracy.com and donate anything. Right now, our, our easiest uh, and first priority is to raise about $25,000 to get a poll, a very high quality poll here in Alaska that really digs into why didn't people vote? We can assume, and with a strong assumption, I think ranked choice voting strongly affected the reasons people didn't vote, but we need to dig in and analyze exactly why so we have concrete evidence that we can then show to decision makers, both in Alaska and in other states, those legislatures and people who are running ballot initiatives and the US Congress, this is the case study in Alaska. This many people, Democrats, Republicans, senior citizens, people with special needs, people in rural Alaska, people in urban Alaska, these are the reasons they didn't vote. The confusion, the distrust in the system, they weren't trained enough, it was the issues on the ballot, whatever the reasons were, we need to be able to show those reasons. So if you donate at preservedemocracy.com, your immediate money is gonna go into that poll and then we'll be able to give that information to those 14 states that are looking to implement and expand, the people who are looking to repeal, Congress that is looking to roll it out to all 50 states. We have an opportunity to get ahead of this, but we can't do it without the evidence. So I need your help funding the evidence. I was looking online at donations yesterday. I think our average donation was $25 nice. and it's adding up really quickly. So any amount that you can give will really help preservedemocracy.com. Are you planning any kind of um, speaking tours or stuff like that. I know that wherever you've gone, you've drawn a large crowd and folks really, um, you know, you resonate with resonate with folks um, as you've spoken all across Alaska. Is there going to be some portion of this where you're going to come to Kenai, or you're going to come to Juneau, or you're going to go to Fairbanks and do a little bit of a like kind of rally? Yes, absolutely. I'll advertise those on the social media sites for Preserve Democracy, so you can find us on on Facebook and on Twitter at Preserve Democracy. I will be at Bell's Nursery February 9th at 5.30. I will be at Paradiso's on the Peninsula February 7th 
at 6 p.m. So those are some immediate events that are coming up. And we also have an event booked up in Fairbanks, but it's a couple months out for when those events are planned. If something's booked sooner, I'll put it up online. So please follow us. And it's at under Preserve Democracy on social media. Nice. So there's this other, just to kind of clear the confusion room, there's this other group of that has this ranked choice ballot initiative. My yes. guess is you guys are completely separate, nothing to do with each other, but tell the folks, because we get the messages, is this the same thing Kelly's doing or is that the same thing this person's doing? These are two separate things, right? Two separate initiatives, but parallel and and I think both equally important. The other group is looking to specifically overturn ranked choice voting here in Alaska. They're looking to do it through signatures for a ballot initiative. That's very important. Please sign the ballot initiative. We've got to get rid of ranked choice in Alaska. In order to get rid of ranked choice in Alaska, we're going to need the evidence and the persuasion material, right? I'm sure you all have seen some propaganda from the other side sort of condescending to us that ranked choice was as easy as ice cream even though nobody thought it was as easy as ice cream. If it was, we wouldn't have had the lowest voter turnout in history. Ice cream brings people, ranked choice repels people, right? We need the true narrative of what actually happened. And to do that, we need to fund the polls, the focus groups, and the compelling live testimonials from actual Alaskans, not actor children in classrooms telling us that it was as easy as ice cream. And we need to go out to Kotzebue and we need to go down to Dillingham and Southeast. And we need to get video from people in the rail belt saying, this is why I didn't vote. This is what happened. The senior citizens, the Alaska natives, the people who can tell us from their own mouths what happened and why they were suppressed from voting in 2022. That is such compelling testimony and evidence to persuade all Alaskans. We don't wanna be a part of that. We don't want to have anything to do with that system and it's not going to change and then start running that on digital and radio and television that'll help that other initiative people will start signing those those petitions and and start signing on that ballot when it comes time to vote so what we're doing will help what they're doing but they are separate initiatives nice um are you all is uh this new group do you guys have a kind of a slot that is going to be helping people register to vote, because I still think there's tons of people in Alaska that are not registered to vote, whether they just move here or whatever. Um, are you guys going to be getting kind of a get out the vote, register to vote action as well? Yes, John, you're absolutely right. I think you should join our organization. You can come alongside and help us. You're tracking the mission perfectly. While ranked choice voting, I believe, was part of what suppressed the vote, we've got to keep our eye on the mission. And the point was people didn't come vote. And so the real mission of this organization is to turn out the vote. How do we get more people engaged in voting and expressing their voice? You know, people will say, well, my vote doesn't matter. I imagine that is how snowflake feels when it starts falling to the ground. I'm just a snowflake. What do I care? But we see a blizzard, right? And every single snowflake absolutely matters when you have to shovel the driveway. And so that's how it is when you vote. Your one vote just feels like one vote, but when you turn out the vote, it makes a huge difference. And that's what we're fundamentally focused on. You are right that I think that we have a lot of people who are not registered to vote or who fundamentally think they're not registered to vote because after we started automatic PFD registration, 
they get registered to vote whether they realize it or not. And so I think there are a lot of people who are technically registered to vote but don't realize they are. And there is simply an information campaign that needs to happen that's very specific that calls and informs voters, you're registered to vote and we need your vote and this is why. And that's a large part of what we will be funding too after we get these immediate priorities taken care of. We need to turn out the vote here in Alaska and we've also got our eye on other close seats, house seats across the United States where every vote will absolutely count. There are a couple seats in the United States where the difference in the votes came down to just a couple thousand votes where it swung the seat either Republican or Democrat. Again, every single vote matters. And doing a targeted get out the vote effort and a targeted voter registration effort where we haven't done that so much in the last couple of years. Remember, there's a lot of people moving, a lot of uh, demographic changes in some of these counties and some of these seats. We can have a real effect on what happens on national politics, both here in Alaska and in these other, in these other districts. So that's what we're focused on, get out the vote and voter registration and stopping ranked choice voting. Because if you put ranked choice voting in all these places, you're going to have a chilling effect across those democracy effects and people voting on, in general anywhere you go in the United States. So preservedemocracy.com, these are the three focus areas. So is there still hope? People are feeling, you know, turn on the news and it's like, well, you know, it's like Armageddon. <laughs> if you, if, you know, there are people that just watch the news all day long, CNN or whatever it is. And, you know, uh, is there still hope? What, what would you say to folks who would listen to this and be like, I can't even, I can't, there's no hope. I can't do it. I can't, you know, donate five, another $5 to this, to, <laughs> you know, political things. I can't turn on the news again. I can't do this. Is there hope? And if so, why? I'm not interested in selling things to sell them. That doesn't make me excited either. I, one of the other things I'm doing is I've started a business. I don't have to be senator in order to effectuate the change that we were all looking for. And so I'm going through the private sector to make the difference that we're looking for. I have a lot of hope. We have to remember what is motivating some of these other industries. The media gets a lot of clicks of peddling bad news. I was friends with one of our major news anchors and Fox News National. He kept wanting to run positive stories about great things happening and the network wouldn't let him mm -hmm. because they wouldn't get enough clicks and views off of it. They kept wanting him to run all the bad news stories. So they get paid to run bad news stories, but that's not what the data shows us, John. If you go back and you look at the metrics on the 2022 election, I am confident that some of our election outcomes in Juneau and in our national elections would have been different if we had had in the normal range of voter turnout, but we didn't. Our voter turnout was so bad in our federal elections, it was at 40% of the state. We have never seen anything that low going all the way back to statehood. If we had something anywhere in the normal realm of voter turnout, election results would have been different. That's just data. And I'll just go back to my normal data analytics background. To me, the data, data, data always matters, matters, matters. Not the bait click stuff that the media will put out there, not what makes a quick buck for people, but the data matters. And that's why this organization matters to me. I really think elected representatives should reflect the people who they're supposed to represent. They should re reflect their constituency. 
That's what I think really matters in the, what makes America so amazing. Our elected leaders should reflect the people here. And when we don't show up to vote, that's not what's gonna happen. So our data tells us that we have hope. If we turn out to vote, uh, we're gonna get the results that we want. That's what the data shows us. But if we don't, and if we keep going down this path, then I agree with all those people who are starting to lose hope. But the reason we lost hope is because it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. It wasn't because it was actually there. So we have a window in time where we can turn this around, but the way this story ends is gonna be up to us. It's not because anybody did it to us. And that's why it's wonderful to live in a democracy. We get to choose how this goes. And I'm still fighting for it because I think we can do something about it. So that's why it's at preservedemocracy.com. And for those who are asking the question, the company I started, the consulting company is Denali Strategies, but it doesn't have a website. You'll just have to contact me separately if you want any help with that. Nice. Well, uh, Kelly, do you have any last minute thoughts uh, or things you wanted to talk about before we take off here? The floor is yours. There's a looming question I got asked by a couple reporters yesterday. Are you running for federal office? I've seen some of this teased in the news. I'm not thinking about that right now. So we just came off, our family just came off of a two year federal campaign. I ran that because I'm passionate about making sure to fight for Alaska, which I found a way to do through this, this Denali Strategies company. And I ran that because I really believed that our US Senator, and I still do, is really harming the state. I'm not interested in being a politician for a politician's sake. I do think that it would be really wonderful to run for public office again at some point in the future, but it has to be the right time. It has to be the right office and it has to be for the right purpose. And so right now what I'm really focusing on is preserve democracy and doing what I can to help make Alaska better through Denali strategies. So that's where my heart and my, my thoughts are right now. And I want anyone who's interested, I encourage you to join me with Denali strategies. All you volunteers who are watching, I will be reaching out to you. We have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of legislatures to contact across the United States. There's a lot that we can do. My husband said it like this, John, I thought that this was really poignant. He said, you know, we had our vision set on being one of 535 voices in a gridlocked Congress under a lame duck Biden. He said, but then we started digging into what's happening with this ranked choice movement that's been pushed out for four decades. And we see how quickly it is spreading across the US and what they're considering doing in Congress with mandating it across all 50 states. And Alaska has this opportunity to be the leader, to be at the front of this, this thing to stop it. And there's this unique window in time where we can use ourselves as a case study to get the message out there because nobody else has this message to say, you don't want to do this. You don't want to change the entire US election system to this method that's going to suppress the vote and the voice of the people of America to just entrench the incumbents. Guys, think about it. Who are the people who won our 2022 election? It was all the incumbents. Where were our third party candidates? Where were our grassroots candidates? Where were the independents? Where were all the libertarians? Where were the constitution party? Where was the AIP party? They struggled to even make it into the final four which is probably part of the reason why we didn't have great turnout. You see, that's where this whole system is going. Those third party groups are gonna be more marginalized. Our voices are gonna be more outcast and the incumbents, the incumbents, the incumbents, whoever can bring the most dark money to the table are going to win because it is a free for all of chaos. And whoever you're gonna get bombarded the most with that message, that's who you're gonna see the most. So that's who you're gonna vote for the most because you have to vet through 70 plus candidates for every seat, right? 
We don't want that system. We want a system where grassroots and third party candidates and the of the people, by the people, for the people still have a chance in this country to rise to the top. We don't want the Aaron Burrs, everybody who's the Aaron Burr, the person in the middle who's the moderate who doesn't really stand for much. We do want Alexander Hamilton's still being sent to Washington, D.C., if you will. And that's what I think we still need to be fighting for. So I think that's what's really important here. And that's what I've got my eyes set on. And all of our volunteers can still help us out there. Alaska has a chance right now to lead in this area. And we have a narrow window to do it. And I think the, the entire election system of the country is at stake. So that's what we're focusing on here in Casa Chewbacca. Nice. Well, Kelly, I really appreciate you coming on the Must Read Alaska show. You're always welcome back. And for folks that are listening, Kelly Chewbacca uh, just told us about her, uh, the new thing she's doing, which is preserve democracy, if I could speak correctly. And so if you just caught the last five minutes or so, you're going to want to go back to the very start and listen to the whole thing. We wish you nothing but success, uh, Kelly, here at Must Read Alaska, and we know you're going to be successful. So it'll be exciting to see how this unfolds. For folks that listen, read, and watch Must Read Alaska, we want to thank you for doing that. If you listen to the Must Must Read Alaska show regularly, please go to the iTunes app on your phone, the podcast app, and give us a review, a five-star review. We have about 700 five-star reviews, which is very exciting, and uh, we'd love to have a couple more. So um, thanks, everybody, and we hope you have an awesome day. Thanks again, Kelly, so much for joining us on the Must Read Alaska show. Thank you, John. I'll see you again. I'll give an update. Have a great day. Sound, Sound good. Thank you.